if you're lactose intolerant, you can't watch this movie because it's got so much cheese. Sorry, yeah, I gotta go. You guys are gonna do this on your own. Nope, end it there. You agree 100%. I'm right. Welcome back, fellas. Season two. Hello. <laughs> season two. It's been finally a minute. Finally here. Surprise season two. <laughs> they I finally think... picked us up for another season. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Thanks, HBO Max. <laughs> what? Like, let's be real here. When was the last time we actually sat down and recorded the four of us? What was the oh, last man. one? Do well, there's remember? three of us, but... <laughs> there's... <laughs> what did I say? The four of you us? You said four. four. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Um, uh, it's, it's been, been a minute. minute. It, yeah, it's been a minute, and we've done a lot of, you know, we've done some bonus episodes, we've done some uh, guest episodes, so since, I don't know when's the last time we all sat back down together, but I'm happy to it, see. I think it was in May, because I think the last one we sat down and recorded together, like all three of us, like the full Flix fellas, was Things Seen and Heard, right? Or Heard things and Seen. Heard, things Heard and Seen. Correct. Yeah. That's crazy. I can say, though confidently, I'm still the only fellow that hasn't missed a recording. That's true. <laughs> We're going to, like, break your kneecaps so you have to miss <laughs> So I have to miss a recording. Yeah. You're going to yeah. come break my, my headset and my camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, welcome back. So we're in season two. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed season one. Uh, we're uh, we're kind of separating this from that. Uh, we have some new... Uh, fun ideas for content. We're going to expand on uh, what we were doing last season. We have some fun ideas for new uh, new episodes to come out that have a little bit of a twist. Uh, and we're going to change a little bit of the format. Uh, and you're going to see that in this episode. This will be the first episode uh, that has the new format. We're still going to do uh, first reactions uh, where we have the 10 to 15 minutes of uh, no spoilers. Uh, but we're also going to give a uh, click play or keep scrolling after that point, because then our listeners can watch that point, choose to go watch the movie or not watch the movie, and then come back and listen to the full podcast. And then maybe after our conversation, you know, we have something we like to call the double down, where we have to explain what we think. And then if we were swayed by our other fellas, then we have to explain that as well. Um, but other than that, we're happy to be back. Kev, what yeah, are you, you guys got anything else? No, oh, I'm just I'm I'm going with James's narration with my eyebrows. Like I'm there, like my eyebrows yeah. are James talking. Oh, You're like okay. signing with your eyebrows. That's how that worked out. Yeah, I appreciate that, Kev. I just um, got so, like anytime James talks, I get so fucking bored, and then I gotta figure out something to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, Kevin, because we're you know we're putting on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm hosting this one today, so I'm going to do a little bit of talking. So this episode, we decided to take a look at The Tomorrow War. It is a 2021 American military science fiction action film directed by Chris McKay and starring Chris Pratt. Uh, this picture was produced by David Ellison, Dana Goldberg, Don Granger, David S. Goyer, Jules Daly, and Adam Kolbrenner. Uh, and it was written by Zach Dean. Uh, the ensemble cast uh, features Chris Pratt, uh, Yvonne Strahovski, Stur- uh, <laughs> J.K. Simmons, Betty Gilpin, and Sam Richardson, in addition to many more. It uh, is without... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a fast-paced sci-fi action movie that brings uh, a new oh-so-popular oh, so trope, uh, time travel, uh, which is in a lot of movies recently. Um, where Dan Forrester is a biology teacher who becomes wrapped up in a war of a generation, even though it's not his generation. Now, uh, fellas, <laughs> we'll talk about some first reactions. I think it, I'll send it over. Kevin, you got something? Kev, I'll just send it to you. You got you got something to say? I'll send Kev it to you. Trying to cut you off. It, so. it is yeah. it is without fail that uh, James picks a movie with actors or actresses that he does not know and he cannot pronounce their fucking names. Nope. <laughs> That's the I brand. Don't know if there's That's... been one episode where you knew the pronunciation of all the actors' names. I don't. I don't know how to look it up, and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. Um, yeah, that, that is my favorite meme of this show. Um, my first reactions, wow. This movie, it wasn't bad. Like, I wasn't, there was not a point where I was like, man, I hate that I'm watching this movie. Maybe, like, once. Maybe it was a half hour too long, too. 
Like there was a point I thought was the end, and then I looked at the the timestamp, and there was thirty five minutes left, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "I need to go to bed." Um, so maybe just a little long for what it was, but like it was a good action flick, and we can the time travel. That's a whole other story. We can talk about that. I hate time travel in movies, but <laughs> we can talk about it. Um, I'm sure we'll have a lot of differing opinions on that time travel, or we all have the same opinion. I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet. But uh, generally, it was not a bad movie. I, I like Chris Pratt. Um, who else was in the movie? I love Chris Pratt. J.K. Simmons is always a a, a pleasure to watch. A hoot on and the a screen. holler. A hoot and a holler. A hoot and a holler. Uh, whatever her name is, uh, girl from Dexter, who James thought was Captain Marvel. She was Yvonne. pretty good too. Yes. Yeah, Vaughn. Uh, and then the dude who played Charlie, he was funny. I think he's in he was like funny. TV shows. I he's think. in Veep. Veep. With oh, is yeah. Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, I think he had something on Comedy Central for a minute. But uh, and I just saw him on like a TikTok today. Actually, I was like, oh, I literally <laughs> just watched that guy. But yeah, all in all, pretty good. Joe, what do you think? So my very first reaction was it starts off in the future. Again, no spoilers, but. This is 30 seconds in. Starts off in the future, and then they say 28 years earlier, and they show the date, and it's 2022. And I said, holy shit, this is still so far in the future. And I realized <laughs> 2022 is only a few months away. <laughs> they were in August of like, 2021. <laughs> we're in the future. This is wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that was my very first reaction. Then I actually enjoyed this movie. You know, it was... There was three major sci-fi tropes of time travel, aliens, and apocalypse that could have gone horribly, horribly wrong and cheesy and over-dramatic, but I think the writing and the acting in this movie saved it, and it made it pleasurable, not just uh, watchable. It actually was entertaining, and like Kev said, it was a good cast that was able to execute and make it not seem like a cheesy sci-fi movie, even though... It's time travel, and there's always going to be some uh, paradoxes. Is that the right word? Yeah, paradoxes. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like, <laughs> or just fat, like, um, just like, uh, what's the word? Not even just paradoxes, but logical um, fallacies. Yeah, well, yeah, thank you. Just straight up, like, just impossible. Like, yeah, loopholes. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the CGI was pretty good too on the aliens. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't different about it. I thought it was a little overdone, but not terrible. It was again. Yeah, I I think it was good. I don't think it was. It's it was not the best I've ever seen. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know. No, yeah. not at all. But mm-hmm. definitely watchable. Like, oh yeah. well, James, why don't you give us your first reactions? You haven't even yeah. gone yet. Sure. Um, so I'll roll in. So I I did. I had a good time watching this movie. Um, I definitely think it's a you know, it very much falls into the uh, popcorn action flick. You know what I mean? Like this definitely is not mm-hmm. something that I I. I'm like, oh, this movie, like, changed my opinion on, like, the way, like, this genre kind of works. It's just, like, something else to throw in, like, the junk food movie bucket that I, I re- like to watch. I've, and I actually have a lot of movies to compare this against because I actually do really like this uh, this movie. Like, I compare it against, like, it's very similar to Battle Los Angeles. It's very similar to, uh, like, there were elements of War of the Worlds in there that I saw, and at least, like, kind of the way they were shooting certain things. Um, but... It was a very, like, um, what was the other one? What was the one? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. What movie? It's Give not Cloverfield. It's uh, Aliens Are Coming Down. District, it was, there was a little oh, bit District of District 9. 9. Little bit of District 9. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, because there's a lot. It's, again, this one throws in time travel, which makes it very unique. But there's definitely, uh, this is a story that has been semi-told before. So, Oh, it also gave me what's it called? Um, what's the movie with Tom Hanks about time travel? Or it's like he keeps repeating the same day. Uh, the Edge Day. of Tomorrow. That's not Tom Hanks. That's t- <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. No. Wait, <laughs> what movie are you yeah. talking about? It is Tom Cruise. Edge, Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. tomorrow. Edge oh, of tomorrow. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying Groundhog Day. I was like, that's... no, 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 not Groundhog. Yeah, no, not Groundhog Day. Yeah. Uh, no, Edge of Tomorrow is a movie where they're like fighting aliens, and essentially he keeps repeating the same day, and they get further and further and further. Didn't they like times. change the name of that movie too? I don't know. It's kind of confusing. 
Edge of Tomorrow, and then they like changed it to Live, Die, Repeat or something. That's or a did way they worse change title. it? I know. I think <laughs> was it? Yeah, Live, but, Die, and Repeat. Yeah. Regardless, uh, what's it called? I think that this movie it it holds its own in that mm-hmm. uh, in that movie genre. So uh, definitely fun. I think I agree with Kevin's point though about the extra 25, 35 minutes. I was definitely, there was a point in the movie where I was like, all right, that's a really good kind of like cut. You know what I mean? There was some, there were some awesome shots in this movie, like really awesome, beautiful. Like I want to take one of those shots and make it like the background. If I like this movie more, I would make it like the background of my PC. What uh, shots can are I... you talking about? Cause I like would disagree with that. Okay. Go ahead, Joey. <laughs> Well, wait. Answer his question, and then I want to. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't. I can't. I can't I'm gonna say change the topic. without without uh, spoiling something. So. Oh. Okay. It's, well, yeah. then, I want to address the length because I know exactly the moment you guys are talking about that you thought the movie should end and that it just went on. And we just lost Kevin. I have a feeling he's going to come back with a big surprise. Kevin. Oh no. Is he good? Oh, his battery's about oh, to no. die. His computer's definitely about to die. That's so funny. What's going on, Kev? Give the people an update. <laughs> Can he hear us? Oh, his headphones? What's Not going yet. on? I'm, What's I'm, up? I'm, I'm drinking a high noon, and I guess it was too cold in the fridge, so, like, I cracked it, and it, like, froze. Has that ever happened to you, like, with a drink? Where you no. crack it, and then it starts to freeze? And it was, like, fine for a second, and then I squeezed the can, and it just started, like, overflowing. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, uh, the way you reacted to that, I thought you, like, won the lottery, and you were guys, you were like, fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Are we ever going to see Kevin again? (laughs) That was, like, me thinking I can handle it, and then it just got progressively worse. (laughs) Kevin is sitting on a fire. And I knew I couldn't handle it in that moment. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, Too funny. I'm sorry, Joe. If you could go back. That's really rude of you to interrupt. Maybe we could cut this. Uh, (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, you have to watch on YouTube. You do. Okay. So I was saying, I know the exact point that you guys are talking (laughs) about. Oh, we're still on this. I'm, I'm sorry. I was I was gonna say it reminds me of that uh, scene in uh, the office uh, in Threat Level Midnight. Do you remember that episode? Yes. Like mm-hmm. Michael's movie, mm-hmm. and he spills the drink on Dwight, who thinks he's a robot, and Dwight goes, "Oh no!" And then they <laughs> cut it because he doesn't want to be a robot. I'm sorry. That was way off topic, Joe. Start over. Cut all that. Blah blah blah. I think we're gonna leave that. <laughs> I think we're gonna leave it in. I think. Oh, All right, Joey. So anyway. after the seventh time, Kevin cut you off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know what point you guys are talking about. Where you thought the movie should end, and it keeps going. I will say this: I don't think the length was really an issue because I do like that they give you more story, and it's not just like, oh, time's up, everybody lived peacefully, happy ever after type of thing. But I do think they should have spent more time in the beginning establishing kind of the world because i think they just quickly made you accept that what they were showing was real and again this might get into spoilers so i don't want to like do too much but a lot happens that is very far-fetched that in my mind i want to know some more progress of how that became to reality and how people kind of accepted this and governments started to take action and not just like yeah well, here we are less than a year later, and this is the way it is now, type of thing. So that's where I would have liked it's to see an extra that with, like, 30 a two minutes. Hour movie, it was two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it felt almost. long, and there was. Yeah. All right. I think I think we, like, we're all kind of like, ed, like we're getting to the point where we want to start talking about spoilers. So, like, how about we do the new format? Give our press player kicks, click, keep, the, 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 press play or keep scrolling uh, before Can we go I... in. Can I guess how, like what it, what the numbers are going to be? Not who, but like how many yeses we're going to have mm-hmm. or pl- press plays. Yes, I think we're all pressing play, but okay. that's just my guess. So go ahead. <laughs> who wants all to right. start? I started with Kevin for first reactions. Let's start with Joey for press player keeps keeps growing. Yeah, um, I'm going to say press play. It's tropey. It's got its issues, but it's oh well. It's 
like I said, it's well done in the sense of acting and writing, good cast, and entertaining. So I wouldn't look at it as the goal of sci-fi, but I'd press play. Nice. Kevin? I mean, you know what I'm going to say if my bet was we're all pressing play. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'd watch it. Like, if someone asked me, hey, should I watch this movie? Like, I'd say yes. Like, if you like sci-fi, like, and that movie's already interesting to you, just, yeah, watch it. Why not? Yeah, 100%. I agree. Uh, Kevin, you were correct. We're going to do three press plays. Um, I, I think it's a good – I think this was a good movie. You know, I think this was for a sci- – like – there are sci-fi that kind of challenge the bounds of like what you think and how you think about the world, which I re- those are sci-fis that I really, really like. This is not one of those, but this is a very good action sci-fi interesting plot, you know? Good for two and a half hours. A little long, but good movie. Um, okay, well, uh, thank you uh, for listening to First Reactions. Uh, please, uh, if you haven't watched the movie, go watch the movie. Or if you're cool with spoilers, hang with us uh, until after the break, so... Thank you very much, and we'll see you in a sec. And we're back. Uh, so, welcome back, fellas. Um, I hope you enjoyed your break. Uh, Kevin opened another beer. It didn't explode. So, you know, let's see if there's anything there. Uh, science. We've progressed. So, um, to start off, I'm going to give a quick synopsis. So, essentially, the way this story works, right? Dan Forrester, Chris Pratt's character, is a biology teacher, and as they're watching a, I don't remember if it's like the, the World Cup or some uh, very important soccer game, uh, they're watching a soccer game and they see uh, these soldiers come through a portal from the future. They explain that there is a war happening in 2051 that uh, currently the, uh, the whole world has come together and they are losing the war, uh, so the world has to support... Uh, this war in 2031 by sending people, soldiers, and civilians into the future to fight this war. It's like a uh, world draft. It's like a mm-hmm. world draft. Yeah, exactly. Everybody comes together, and then there's like a whole bunch of like, uh, there's not like a whole, like it doesn't, they don't take a lot of time to explain it in the movie, but there's a lot of like, first people are super for it because it brings everybody together, then everybody's against it because a ton of like the Again. survival rate's like 10%. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you only go there for a week. When you're shipped out, you're only, your tour is for a week. Um, and essentially there is the hook of the movie, right? Where you can only go to the future if you, there's no potential for you to meet your future self. Um, so because that so would if you're create, dead. Yeah. So if you're dead or whatever, yeah, most you're, they soft explained it by your dead. Um, cause they're able to tell with like some of their machines, how you're like, what year you're going to die in. Um, so Basically, Chris Pratt apparently at some point in like the near future dies of some sickness, so he is eligible for this draft and gets sent into the future with another a group of other civilians. Uh, he is actually retired military, so he uh, has some semblance of like what to do uh, in this situation, and he, through a series of trials and tribulations, actually comes in contact with his daughter as an adult. Uh, Which, she is. Oh, you're, go ahead. you're giving a lot of the spoilers now, but it's okay. Um, no, yeah, I'm just trying to give the whole movie real quick, and then we can kind of break it down from there. Well, yeah, that you basically got it, is yeah, that that's... they start a world draft, and then Chris Pratt gets drafted because we find out, like, because they're drafting people who will die in the time between then and the future, and then he gets sent to the future where he's fighting this war with a bunch of people who don't know how to fight a war. Yeah. Um, and working with, like, the head colonel to find, like, a toxin to end the war with these fucking what do they call them white spikes white, they call white them white spikes. aliens yeah they look like rat dude <laughs> yeah right claws the white claws <laughs> the high noons yeah news. uh dude chris pratt the white spikes they run like rabbits like i would be interested to see how they mocap that because you see like a bunch of them running in a field at one point and it was like i swear they like they literally run like back legs forward like it's very rabbit like. I don't know. It was like kind of like a like almost like a dog, like just like any animal. Like yeah, I it's like. massive. I just beast. I guess I see it because like yeah, they have super extended limbs, so it's like they kind of like reach in front of their body and like pull yeah. themselves forward. Very alien like. But I think that first, like I said before, that first time we saw them in the stairwell, I was like, 
that CGI was pretty good. Then the rest mm-hmm. of the movie, once they're in, like, actual, like, real lighting, then you're like, okay, it's like, okay. But that first instance when it's, like, really dark and kind of creepy, yeah. like, dark lighting, I think, lends itself better for CGI and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it looked pretty good. But then the rest of the movie, it was like, meh. Meh. Can yeah. I... So essentially, there are these aliens called the White Spikes that they have to fight, you know what I mean, and they're wiping out humanity because they're like they're honestly they remind me a lot of like a quiet place uh mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. minus like the super sensitive hearing you know That's just super exactly sensitive smelling because they have like the one throwaway line where it's like they the can sharks. smell blood a mile away and then they <laughs> just like ignored that until like the very end of the movie <laughs> yeah yeah there's a word for that no. um sharks no not sharks for what Smelling blood? No, it's like uh, fuck, what's it called? It's when you give, that's like an Easter egg kind of thing. But when you like say something in the very beginning, and then it doesn't like come bookend? back into play until the very end to like save the foreshadowing. You know, it's not foreshadowing. It's oh, a bookend. I'll look into it. It's does it have anything to do with Panda Express? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had Panda Express since we lived together. Sorry, sidetrack. Joey used to and, order it and just yeah. have it delivered to the house. <laughs> he was the Panda Express, like, or like, pick it up. Pick it up so fast. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So essentially, like, I, that was a rough plot of like most of the movie, right? Um, I thought they're they made. The way they so time travel, Kevin, a hundred percent I agree with you that like the trope of time travel, I feel like is like there's a lot of it right now, especially like there's a lot of media that have it right now. And it's like it has to be well done and it has to have rules for it to be at least somewhat viable as like a story beat, right? Yeah. And like I liked I did like the fact that they went back and they're like, Okay, our these are our rules, right? Our rules are one, you cannot meet yourself in the future, so you can't like, you know what I mean? You can't, um, you can't meet yourself in the future, so you have to have died for us to send you forward, right? I liked that rule. The second rule I liked, not as much, but I liked, is the fact that they're like, hey, why don't we just make more portals to, like, bring people forward? And they're like, oh, the fucking portal gun or whatever in 2051 is held together by chicken wire and duct tape. Like, it's barely working. <laughs> and I'm like, so you're sending, like, millions of people through a hole where they're just gonna die also okay. i need to cut into here real quick for a second because yeah, this pissed me off so much that they're like complaining that there's only a 20 percent survival rate this is why everyone's so mad about going because there's no chance that you come home well no fucking shit this portal that they have killed half the Sucks. people before they could most even- of them get there killed most of them it dropped them on top of a fucking skyscraper (laughs) yeah like what the fuck so like figure that shit out and then second of all when they get there all you have are guns that clearly don't kill the aliens give everybody Mm -hmm. like advanced weaponry that you know is going to kill them yeah something yeah well i think it's like it's only it's only 30 years in the future so it's like the fact that like like, yeah, here, Joe, because if they had those guns, then they wouldn't have to go to the past to get people anyway, because they'd have guns that killed the aliens. But that's what I'm saying, is that, like, nobody has any special type of, like, weaponry. And 30 years is no. a lot of time for our government, the world, together to establish some sort of weapons that yeah. would kill these guys much easier. I also but they just have regular bullets, like, not even, like, rocket launchers. Yeah, I feel like the strategy was also very strange, right? Where they're like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to go, we need extra people. So what we're going to do is grab people from the past and send them to the future. And, like, why wouldn't you just go to the past, be like, hey, we're going to have this huge war in 30 years. We have 30 years to prepare. You know what I mean? And then, like, you know. But that's kind of what they do anyway. Yeah, but they don't like they're not like go have a bunch of like go have a bunch of kids or like we're gonna go like train a bunch of soldiers and get them ready, you know. But th- but then we're talking about the fucking like the headache that is talking about time travel in movies is like they didn't fucking like I don't know you can't I feel like there's not a lot of movies that do time travel right, but like this one definitely didn't do it right because like theoretically their rules were that they're too points in time and they're both moving forward at the same time 
Yes. And you can just jump between them, but you can't, like, it's not going to change. But you going back automatically changes what happens in the future. So the moment that those two went back in time, everything should have just been fixed. Because theoretically, they've already changed. So you... (laughs) Like, you have to I don't accept know, that the time travel logic to... just doesn't make sense in this movie. <laughs> but you have to accept it for, like, the face value of what you're mm-hmm. talking about. The, the linear timelines moving cohesive uh, time that you have seven days before you come back and vice versa. But And I, I had a real sense. issue with it towards the end, which I think we'll save. I won't talk about it now. But, I, like, like, there was, like, all this drama at the end. And I was like, but wait, like... You're going to go back in time and you're going to fix this stuff. So this stuff is... Yeah, 100%. It's, I know exactly. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like... Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I didn't love the time travel in this. and But, like, I feel like I'm a time travel snob. Like, there's not much like, like that I like. <laughs> like, time travel in movies except, like, Back to the Future and, like, yeah. Endgame. Because, mm-hmm. like, they followed their own rules of time travel. Yeah. And Back to the Future has, like, clear, like, even though it's a funny movie or whatever, like, it has clear, like, you know, checks and balances for the time stream, right? Like, you know, the world was all fucked up in the future because they gave Biff, like, this, the, like, they gave him, like, the scores that he could bet on and become this, like, you know, super rich guy that fucked up his parents' life. Um, but whatever. That's, we're talking about Back to the Future. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I think it was like, it was a weird, they kind of did like a hand wavy thing where it's like the scientist who is Charlie, right. Is asking questions in like their briefing and they're like, shut up. We don't have time to explain. And they explain a little, like explain what we've already explained. And then they're like, don't ask any more questions. We need you to go fight right now because the research facility is like, I love the fucking ground. I love that he Chris Pratt's character gets drafted by like an Amber Alert during class, and yeah, they're just yeah. like, they "Bing, Bing, Bing! Cause... Guess what? You're going to the future, and you're probably gonna <laughs> die." <laughs> yep. I want to talk about that too. We just lived through a global pandemic where we had about maybe two weeks of country unity, world unity, where we're like, "Okay, we're gonna do this. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna." stay home whatever yeah instantly near instantly there were riots there were protests about people wearing masks about not being able to go to work about not being able to leave their house simple relatively simple things that shouldn't have caused such a political storm yeah it shouldn't have been a political issue yes (laughs) and you're now talking about the world government just tricking people into coming into their laboratories for amber alerts or whatever it is and then putting these massive casts on them that they if they try to remove yeah. or detach or run away they go to jail for 20 years like the extremeness of this compared to the masks you would think would just cause straight up a war in the present time <laughs> yeah like, well that was i would I... expect like <laughs> Texas to everything take arms to and just straight up anarchy. Like there would be no wrote, government in the present day. I wrote a, literally the same note, Joe. I said, "How hard was it for the government to mandate masks? Imagine drafting for a war that hasn't even happened." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, no, I can't even imagine. Well, it's because honestly, the they didn't. Thought. They didn't give him at least a hundred percent. That would not actually work. But like. They didn't give them a choice. Like, it was like, you're drafted, and it's like, hey, you can either show up or we're going to come find you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, Chris Pratt's like, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. And then they fucking, they, like, they fucking, like, pinned something into his arm. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like it, like, they made, like, injections and shit. Like, it was, or not injections, but they, like, they, like, penetrated the skin with, like, a Fallout-style, like, screen loader, like, whatever thing, you know? Um, did you guys, speaking of pandemic, what's it called? I have some fun trivia facts here. Did you know that this movie, uh, it was originally supposed to, so it was filmed, this, uh, it was made during the pandemic, right? Uh, so they're originally intending it, obviously, to hit box office. Do you know how much it sold to Amazon Prime Video for? Oof. I'll guess. Um, it was supposed to be, oh. That's a great question. I don't mm-hmm. know. 
Seven hundred million. Gaijai. So the question is, how much did they sell it to Amazon for? Yeah, how much? So Paramount made the movie, mm-hmm. right? And they sold it to Amazon. How much do you think they sold it for? Probably like two hundred million. Did you look it up? I you didn't. Fuck. Hey, <laughs> it's did I get it right? Million. They Woo! sold it for two hundred million. What the fuck? Whoa. Joey's got sound that? effects. Wait, how did you do that? Riverside has a new feature that you can add sound effects in, and I forgot about it because it wasn't working last time. And since our break, our summer break, it's working now. Hell yeah. So let's give it one more time for Riverside. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely nutty. Absolutely nutty. I can't believe um, that, like... You know what I mean? It's and because Paramount oh, has its own streaming service. Well, it has its own streaming service. Like I'm interested to see why they wouldn't push it on Paramount Plus. They when did they? That they probably made through, the agreement like, before Paramount Plus. Paramount yeah, Plus yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Or Paramount Plus uh, do, uh, doesn't want to get like hasn't gotten into that game yet of like putting out a movie. Like I don't know. Well, this know. is like an A-list movie. Like this has got a star-studded cast. This mm-hmm. is like an actual like British. Was it already budget. filmed? It was this could have been the one that put was... Paramount Plus like on the map of like getting people to download. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was a great fun fact, James. Thank you for that. I have one. Um, I want to go back to the story a little bit. Yeah. And this is where I said that I thought the 30 minutes wouldn't have bothered me as much if they did it in the beginning. Because my first reaction was when I saw these future people that we can't trust them. Because they're, send- they're not sending pictures back of these weapons or the aliens. They're not sending any information back. They're just kind of saying you got to trust us and have it. Like, mm-hmm. I was expecting there to be more controversy between like the future and the present. And that kind of blowing up. And there w- really wasn't any of that. What did you guys think of that? So, 100%. Joey, have you ever watched The Twilight Zone? Mm-mm. Are you are either of you, Kevin, have you watched Twilight I'm familiar Zone? familiar with it, yeah. but I've never watched it. Yeah. So there's an episode called How to Serve Man, and it's like this, like, it's so quintessentially reminded me of it, because essentially what happens is these aliens come down, they seem super friendly, and they basically bring out this book that they can't, like, humans can't, uh, whatever it's called, they can't uh, translate, but the aliens explain that it's, oh, it's like How to Serve Man, and they come in and they bring, like, all these technological advances they bring a bunch of like 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 people start like people stop dying of disease people stop dying of illnesses they like like farms become super like economical and like there's no like more hunger Uh, and it's basically like they create this trade route where people could go live and experience their planet right and they start taking people off world and it turns out that how to serve man isn't like a it's not like a, a philanthropy guide it's a cookbook <laughs> it's a good, so it's yeah. like that's like that gave me this vibe where i was like they're the like as soon as i saw them i was like these guys are the bad guys they're taking people into the future to kill them you know what i mean right yeah. yeah i thought but. something more sinister was going to happen and that it wasn't going to be a uh, crazy time travel i mean it's literally called the tomorrow war so i did expect some sort of war but i mm-hmm. thought it was going to be more yeah, I thought it was going to go that route of, like, the aliens aren't actually the bad guys kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or, Where like, they're... they were the aliens type of thing, and they were trying to manipulate people yeah. to come in. Something more kind of, like, twisty. Yeah, like, you're trying to kill, like, parents yeah. of the past. So I like, get what you're saying. Mine was more, I thought it was going more the, like, philosophical route of, like, like in the future, we, like, the future people think that the aliens are doing something bad, but to us, we consider it like not bad so they're fighting a war that like we wouldn't agree with kind of thing and but like yeah i like i was fine that they didn't go that route and it was no just, i like, agreed i, I was okay that aliens. they didn't because i thought they already did so much like tropes yeah that it would have been just too far but i thought that just i thought that's what they were building towards because they didn't really give us a reason to trust the future people and that's yeah. what i would have liked to see more of in the beginning and like how they convinced <laughs> the governments to kind of allow this draft to happen of their citizens before there's an actual war yeah and they said that the what's that called the the like the armed forces that were deployed like the world's military was deployed and they were wiped out in like a month you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it was like and then that's when they had to start drafting civilians and yeah like ha- 
how do you how do you just forego your entire military and you're like, all right, now we're gonna start drafting civilians. Like, let's go get some old forty people from plus yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah, some yeah. fucking middle aged fuckers. Maybe we'll get a couple. Veterans it was straight in up there. like, I feel like middle middle ages. Not middle ages. Uh, like basically people like old people school war tactics of just like let's people. just put in as much infantry as we can and hope that yeah. We can they were just trying to put bodies. shit at the wall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first, the first, like, Joey, 100% your frustration with, like, the first jump, the jump that Chris Pratt is into the future, they screw up exactly where they want to land, and they kill most of the people and in the jump. And this has been three years of them jumping. Yeah. Yeah, can exactly. We... They... Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, can we talk about how, like, even if you hit that pool, you're still dead? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, <laughs> like, and there's some people way. that hit... Yeah, so basically what happens is, like, people jump, right? They come out, and it's, like, the either, like, some of the longitude and latitude is wrong or the elevation is wrong, right? And they're, they basically come into a portal, like, above a skyscraper. So, like, most of the people fall to their deaths off the skyscraper. And then, like, 15 to 20 of them land in, like, a rooftop pool and, like, survive. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever your um, attack team was, like, should not... You know what I mean? They, they, like, whatever you, the job you have for them, no shot they can do it if 10% of them survived, the, like, the entry. Yeah. Yeah. How about, um, how about Gail the Snail making an appearance in this movie? Gail the Snail? <laughs> from, uh, It's Always Sunny. I don't remember Gail the Snail from Always Sunny. I didn't watch it. I watched oh, the yes, cousin. yes. It's, like, the cousin <laughs> that, like, Frank I was wondering, gets a hand oh my from. God. And... I was wondering where she was from. I was like, "Oh, this bitch! I know her. She's annoying." That and whatever I know too. Yeah, Gail the woman snail. who played Nora. Like, she played Nora in this. I think her name was. Yeah, the older Finch. woman that like dies. Yeah, yeah, that yeah in the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm gonna can send we, you a picture, James, and then you can you'll see. Can we talk about the first like kind of major plot twist that I don't know if you guys caught on mm -hmm. to it or not early enough? Uh, the fact that. Romeo Command, the blonde chick from the future, was yes. his daughter. Did you guys predict that? I did no. not predict that no. when I saw her. I literally, the first time I saw her, I said, that was is the blonde chick his daughter? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you had fucking, uh, what's your face, what's its face still in your head? Um, one of our first movies we did, where that was literally the plot of the movie. Oh, um, Midnight Sky. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also because I was like, okay, we're only 30 years in the future. His daughter was about, like, five, six, six seven, seven, whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she, this woman's clearly, like, late 30s. So I was like, she could be, like, her. And then... Honestly, I, I'm surprised that I didn't see that coming. Because yeah. it makes so much sense. It's like, it's very tropey obviously too. they're going to yeah. fucking do that. Yeah. I'm happy that they also revealed it so early. Because I feel like... Yeah. I mean, just I got, obviously yeah. you guys didn't pick up on it because you're dumb, but because we're stupid. Yeah, yeah. I thanks like, Joey. Thanks for really <laughs> rubbing that in. I thought <laughs> it was going to be one of those plots that they try to save for the end, and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. But like again, the timing I thought worked out well that they revealed it yeah. kind of like it, right away. It's definitely good that they talked about it in the beginning because it is one of those things that I feel like even though like two thirds of this podcast didn't get that before they revealed it, like everyone would have known by like you know after like. <laughs> Shut up, Joey. <laughs> Joey is too powerful with a sound. I know. I know. He's like Thanos. But um, Thanos reality so, can be whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that... I'm glad I, I agree. I think that was a good twist. I thought that it was very well done in the beginning because she was like all business. You know what I mean? For like the beginning part and then they have like a super traumatic experience where they both almost die and then she kind of breaks down and is like you're a piece of shit like you're a shit father and like which i also think is kind of like i think that's kind of weird that she because like she seems so professional and so business like the fact that she broke down and like tells her these truths about like the past and he's like i what are you talking about i would never leave you and your mother which, and it's like well i so I, I kind of you go, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, so first, two gripes with her character in that storyline. One, mm -hmm. do either of you guys watch The Handmaid's Tale? No. No. Okay, she plays the main, one of the main women in that movie, and she's one of the most hated characters I've ever experienced in TV or movies. So, like, seeing mm -hmm. her in this, where it's, like, some, like a sympathetic role, kind of, like, 
made me mad because I just hate her in that show. Like, and fuck you. That show is also still on the air, so it's kind of, like, weird that she's playing such contradictory characters. But anyway, it didn't make sense to me either that they played this storyline that he abandons his family and that they get divorced and that he doesn't talk to her and all this stuff when like everything they built up about his character is that like he wouldn't do that he's like a good guy Mm -hmm. he's there to protect his family and obviously with time travel you know that like okay your goal is to not let the future happen that like none of that ever actually happens so it was kind of like they tried to make us think he was a bad guy but they never actually gave us a reason to actually believe he was a bad guy yeah, yeah, I agree. I think... It it seems so like what I, I agree, Joe. It seems like way like off character for him. Like especially because like like I get it. Like his dad left him, but he was so like fuck my dad for leaving me. Like fuck this, fuck that. Like obviously things can change and stuff happens. But like you're telling me he's gonna leave them within like the next five years. Yeah, like, I don't think that's I that mean... like was kind of like jarring to me. I was like I don't know about that, but like yeah. whatever. I thought it was kind of half done, right? Because I feel like they did make an attempt at it, especially, like, post... Like, once he finishes his deployment is seven days, like, at the very end, this is a big spoiler of the movie, his daughter from the future, Muri, dies, right? Because, basically, humanity loses. Like, their last base, like, where they have the time travel point, goes, and they lose. But, um... And he sees his daughter die. Like, he sees his daughter basically get eaten by a horde of these White Claws. Or White, white claws. Spikes. White Spikes. <laughs> uh, let's just call them White Claws. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they get she gets eaten by this horde of White Claws. Do you think maybe they were White Claws, and then they were like, this drink is getting too popular, and they changed it to White Spikes? <laughs> I do think that, that like, they made an attempt at connecting the storyline because of the fact that after they see... Like, after the big plot point of, or big spoiler of, his daughter dying in the future, Mary dying in the future, um, Chris Pratt's character comes back, and he has, like, again, I, I don't know a lot about PTSD, but he shows signs of, like, mental, like, you know, mental illness slash, like, mental scarring, you know, when he comes back. Like, his wife's, like, trying to hold him, and she's, like, so thankful that he came back. And he's, like, cold. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, like, dude. He, uh, like, one, that was fucking horrifying. Two, yeah, 100%. he watched his daughter die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, but that's, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying is, is, like, the reason, I think what Muri was saying is, is, like, when you came back, you weren't the same person. And they gave him this, like, very like this very jarring memory or this very jarring event, right? Where he sees his daughter get eaten by aliens and then he comes back and he like can't face them essentially. Cause it's just too painful. Like all he can think about is this memory, right? Like, I think that's a good motivation for a character and like it leads like you to believe that that is like one of the many timelines this character could have gone down, but maybe because she explains that, like, hey, you you left us, and that fucked me up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he won't do it on principle. And, like, that changes the future, you know? Yeah, I agree. Which I think that's the thing with this tra- time travel in this movie is that there are so many people who can come back and just one variation changes everything. Because yeah. now they know mm-hmm. information from the future that they didn't know before. Major life decisions. Yeah, yeah. and it's also, or they the kill the, like, fucking spoiler alert, they win. They win by the end, <laughs> you know. Who wins? Like, yeah, he, he goes back, finds the aliens. Chris Pratt goes back, finds the aliens, brings the toxin, and they kill all the fucking aliens. Mm-hmm. Can I give you a, one of my gripes from like way earlier on though? Before we keep going, yes. Why does nobody use a big fucking gun until she does when they capture the queen? You know what I'm saying? Like, like no cal? one sat on a 50 cal on on the Humvees and, like, lit this shit up. Like, mm-hmm. literally, that 50 cal was mowing them down when she eat used it. them. Yeah, they she was it. mowing them the fuck down. Why weren't they doing that before? Literally, mm-hmm. the, when they were going to extract them in the city, none of those guns were firing. Those just those like, Humvees got fucked. Suck, yeah, and they <laughs> sucked. They sucked. Yeah. Those three guys were fucking idiots, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just all of it, the weaponry just was very just mediocre. Them down. Yeah, yeah. It definitely also, seemed like the humans were underpowered in the movie. Was it clear to you guys or not that there was only one female, or was it? 
No, there's more than one, I think. I think, yeah. It sounds like there's more than one. At that point, like, in the future, like, more females. They have replicated so much. Right, they reproduce and, like, more females, but they said they were rare. Like, the female was very rare. Mm -hmm. Um, But they they never really leave the nest. Right, and then once they, but when they went back in time, I guess there was only one male on that ship. One female. One female. One female, I'm sorry. Um... So yeah, they the daughter dies, but they finish the toxin, um, and then they come back, and that was when I was like, all right, this there's still a half hour left in this movie. I was like, yeah, Jesus that fucking was, Christ, like well, la- wrap it up, let's go to bed, you know? No, see that's what I did like about it because I liked seeing them actually have to like defend and fight the aliens again. Obviously, you know that they're gonna win, but just the fact that it's not just assumed. Also, I'll say this. I love the plug about global warming in there because of that. Yeah. That, spoiler, these aliens did not just arrive in 2051 or whatever year it is. They've been on Earth longer than humans have. And they've just been frozen in the... uh, I was going to say the... Polar ice caps. The polar ice caps of Russia. And they only get out in 2051 because global warming takes effect and... The ice melts and defrosts, and that's why their spaceship is available. So, I like that little nugget. And yeah, the little, yeah, it, it, it's it's a very logical answer to like, oh, how did they like? How did they show up? Oh, it's not just like you know. Yeah, that was cool. But also, like, it takes away. Like, tell me what you think about this. But I feel like the whole finding a toxin, like, was useless. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> had they just tried to figure out where the aliens were, they didn't really need the toxin. They could have just, they just nuked the, the aliens. Out of that yeah, shit. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but they didn't realize that the aliens had been on Earth for that long until he got true. back. That's so that true. was just what his daughter had been working on for the past several years, is like this toxin that's to true. kill them. So. She just assumed that they had this advanced technology that they were able to bypass all their, uh, yes, whatever satellites. And, and stuff. you know, I'm glad they did it. Where like these like aliens were just cargo from other aliens that were just happened to fly yeah. by Earth and crashed. Because the whole time I was thinking, how the fuck did these things figure out space travel and then fly to Earth? Like, <laughs> I, like. Yeah, how did they build a ship? And then when they got to the ship, I was like, no fucking way they built this ship. I was like, no, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what were they doing? Just fucking grinding away, building this fucking ship. So I was glad. Black hole portal type thing. Yeah, I like the way they solved it. Yeah, I was glad they went that route. But I still am kind of like, they kind of cheaped out where it's like that toxin, like, didn't. Need they could have just fucking what it, he said C four but that looked like a lot more than C four that blew that shit up yeah um and then also big gripe why didn't he put the toxin into the queen first why'd he fucking yeah I don't know why he didn't do that that was I was like I was like so why do you choose the little ones first I thought the big one was the problem <laughs> or like just uh, blow the, the ship point. up from the very well, beginning no they already. Yeah, they explained that, like, the toxin they used before, like, they were trying to basically poison gas these things. They're like, yeah, we could kill the males. We killed a ton of the males. We just can't kill the queen. And it's like, well, you can kill the queen now. Why wouldn't you just kill her first? You know, yeah, she's they, the problem. Theoretically, they should have <laughs> killed her first. I don't think they were anticipating the aliens to wake up while they That's were killing them. Which also That's made true. me think that they had some sort of, like interconnective telepathy feeling telepathy like a hive mind it's probably a hive mind kind of thing yeah Yeah. i love what's it called i will say so i think that like joey i will agree with you that like it was fun to watch the extra 30 minutes but i just wish they had cut like i feel like they tried to do like one too many like missions or one too many arcs you know what i mean like with the they could have cut the 30 minutes out in the middle of the movie yeah, 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 for yeah, sure, yeah. Like, for sure. I think I think the movie was 30 minutes too long. I don't necessarily think you should cut out the last 30 minutes because not only was it really fun action sequence and gave a really nice epilogue to the story, but you got 30 more minutes of fucking grizzle-ass, snowy-ass J.K. Simmons killing people with a sniper rifle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, 
Anyone else think this movie was just loud? Yes. I literally, I had, think I had it start at like 50 volume, whatever that is in relation to TV. Mm-hmm. I think it ended with like 15. Because just every scene, yeah. I just like kept lowering. I was just like, it's just I so like, loud. <laughs> I feel like streaming services literally suck at like audio the control. Sound audio. For the I don't think they have to follow the same like regulations as like TV. cable and network TV. So I think so that's did, why they just make it like louder. <laughs> right. Like Disney, I know like anytime I watch like a Marvel movie on Disney Plus, it's like you, you can't down. hear them talking and then you like turn it up to like 60 mm-hmm. and then like a bomb drops and it's like. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like awful. Sorry, but can you repeat actually, that one more time? What was it? Like? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, wanna, I want, I want, like, there's gonna, this, this, <laughs> I think each one of us have done a sound effect that's really fucking weird during this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, so that's how hey, Eclipse Fellas is just those three sounds. <laughs> Do you want a fun. <laughs> I hate you, Joe. <laughs> did you see the Did you see the picture I sent in the Discord? Yeah, I saw that. You mean the uh, what's it called? The one. Uh, well, Gail the Thanos snail, one. and then also Thanos. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> reality can be Joey. Joey with the new Riverside features. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that was. Uh, where are you even? What was that, Joey? It scared the hell out of me, Joe. (laughs) They got really cool sound effects. (laughs) Stop playing with the sound effects. Well, is there any other cool ones in there? Uh, I'll let you know. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They'll come up, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, man. So, I don't even know where we were. I'm trying to pick up where we were. We're talking about the end of the movie, the last 25 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Like, I liked what they did with the aliens, but that was about it. Like, yeah. the fight scene with the mama alien, I was like, eh. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of, uh, I think it's, is it Alien 2 or Alien... Is it Alien vs. Predator 2 where they're, like, waking up the mama alien? I always forget. No, I Alien. Think... Alien, the first one. Uh, no, it's not the first one. It's the one where they're, like, in the... In, like, Al- in aliens. The aliens. Wait. You know no, where they're, they're, like... There's in, in the polar ice station, and they're like digging out, and they find there's like a big mama alien. So, the arc, the one in uh, like in Alaska or whatever yeah. was mm-hmm. um, was Alien versus Predator, but That's the mama aliens also in Aliens. Oh, okay. I thought they were digging. I thought isn't that what they were digging out? Those movies all blend together for me. <laughs> alien versus Predator is not canon in the Alien universe. So really? fucking watch your shit. Yeah, dude, because the timelines don't match up. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you fucking talk about that. Alien versus Predator, decent movie, not canon though. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just think that, like, I do think that there was, like, this movie shouldn't have been two and a half hours. Like, it really should have been a two-hour movie. It, the extra, you feel the extra 25 minutes. Like, there's definitely that point where you're like, okay, this is a good, so the shot that I was talking about that was, like, beautiful is, like, if you go back in the movie and watch it, when she's falling into, like, the mass of them, like, crawling on top of each other to get to her... And there's, like, basically, like, a setting sun and, like, crashing helicopters behind yeah. them. Like, that shot is probably the most expensive shot in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, like, I I thought it was almost, like, shoehorned in there. Like, I was, like, okay, yeah. like, what, like, yeah. really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't make sense. It didn't feel it was just like a predictable shot. It wasn't new yeah. in my mind. Yeah, I was just, like, all right, whatever. But yeah. I see it what you're saying. I'm going mm-hmm. back to look at it to see if it was that. Like, do you know how right. long it took to shot this whole mo- shoot this whole movie? To shot this whole movie. To shot this whole movie. How long? Four months. That sounds about right. What was? Yeah, that's pretty clear. When did they shoot it though? Do you have that information? Do you have that? I do not know exactly. Like, was it uh, during pandemic or? Like, I don't know if it was. I think that well, they were definitely making the movie during the pandemic, but I don't know if they were shooting or like, you know editing slash putting you know whatever Mm -hmm. like everything else to put the movie together but um they did like like on-site and off-site shooting in iceland like and that was all done in four months which is like i thought that was like super fast like i was like very there is a lot of like indoor shooting like there's a lot of indoor shots in this movie but there's a lot like outside where they're like running through like the holes and the pits they're like 
movies in the city surprisingly don't take super long to shoot because every day that you're filming costs a shit Tons ton of money. money. Yeah. So like yeah, that makes sense. they are very efficient and they'll work people for fifteen hours sometimes. Yeah. But where it's like Can I talk about one gripe I had real quick? Yes. Chris yeah. Pratt Love him. He's a great character, great guy. Mm-hmm. Ex military though and super scientist. Like super smart spot. Super smart scientist. Yes. Do we believe that character? Do we believe he is that character? I think I feel so. like he should be ex military or super smart. Well he worked for ARL, him. he said. He worked for the Army Research Lab. That's what I'm, I'm... saying. I just like I don't pick it's I'm not hard a for huge me to fan think of Chris of, Pratt as a serious actor. That's the thing. I don't think he's a serious actor. And I think just that as a super smart scientist, you're not going to look like that. No offense no. All, to all the smart scientists out there. But <laughs> Joey's like, he's too attractive. You don't have the time. <laughs> he's an attractive guy. You don't have the time yeah. to go to the gym and look like that if you're that mm-hmm. smart. And be hella smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think he's, I, like, hella sm- Like, I mean, I'm about I mean, to offend was- any science, high school science teacher here. But, like, I don't think he's, like, like genius level smart. Like, he teaches high school science. But I think you that know. was the point, that he was, like, I mean, he was running, like, the toxin. Like, he was running, he was testing the toxin. And, like, the different, like, either, like, you know, isotope, like, whatever. I don't I'm not a chemist. Mm-hmm. But, like... You know, the different isotopes are, like, you know, the different compounds all mixed together. And, like, and he was running that, like, 24 hours with his daughter. So, you know, like, he's got to know at least something. Right. I feel like they tried. Using that maybe he's not. I know that. That smart. But they tried to make him off that he was that smart. Yeah. That he should true. be yeah. this world-renowned scientist. Oh, super not. fucking... Okay, so, to go off that, like, the super smart science thing, a huge gripe of this movie, huge fucking gripe, was the fucking Volcano Kid. I was like, this is so uh, dumb. This is dude, so dumb. Me too. That's one of those other things. <laughs> it's the same thing as the beginning. I couldn't think of the name of it. I still don't know what it's called. But it's, like, mm-hmm. a little Easter egg that happens in the very beginning of the movie that you think is pointless, you think it's irrelevant, and then it comes to save the day. Bro, the that's... That's so like I, thought, I thought I thought they yeah. were going to do that with the fucking tuberculosis line. Like, you know how they found the cure to tuberculosis? And she was like, yeah. he dug it up in a yard. I thought that was going to be, like, the idea. Like, that's the what they figured out. The answer is mud. <laughs> but, like, fucking dude, when they brought back to that volcano kid, I was like, you're fucking telling me. That this is the only fucking person. They've got all these military connections, and this is the only fucking person who knows about volcanoes. Yeah. Can we yeah, also right? talk? Like, what? Yeah, Are you we... fucking kidding me? That's who you go talk? to, a high schooler. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. That was and annoying. Charlie's character is the head of a private technical firm, and he is a self-described geothermal expert. Right. And they go you to should... this fucking kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking A, dude. That was so annoying. Yeah, that was There was bullshit, a lot of but... just accept it for what it is because we yeah. want to keep going. Mm. Yeah, so. just remove that. Like, like you like, okay, I like this. I'm going to, like, systematically remove all the pieces that I don't want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about in the movie? I feel like we kind of run through the gambit. You know, we've talked about the end, we've talked about the middle, we've talked about, like, some of the things we liked, some of the things we didn't like, you know? Yeah, no, I think I got all my gripes out. I thought it was still pretty good. All right, so let's go, we'll move into click play and keep scrolling then. Was anyone moved? Did anyone feel the double down? This is a double down. Well, Kevin, you already answered, so double down justification. Go for it. No, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, of course I'm, I'm still watching it. Like, I don't think any of us... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I don't think any of us um really like it's hard to like not double down when we all said press play off the bat, you know what I'm saying? Like cuz yeah. we all are just There was nobody to dissuade it, but right. But honestly, uh, like I'll, I'll say go, this, after it. talking about it, I do I'm more encouraged to press play. So more I'm, I'm doubling down play, so to actually press play. Doubling again. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I think, like, like there's no reason to not watch this movie. Like, it's not, 
like it's so bad that it's unwatchable. Um, it's way better than a lot of the action flicks that we've watched mm-hmm. on this podcast already, which is kind of where, like, that's where my baseline is right now. Not like action movies in general, just like action movies we've watched and like, um, like Netflix original action movies or like streaming original action movies. And I, this is probably one of the better ones if we're only looking at streaming services. It's so, definitely better than Outside the Wire. <laughs> definitely, like, way yeah. better than Outside the Wire. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, there's no reason not to. So yeah, I'm doubling down. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, I am doubling down as well. I don't think I'm more justified. <laughs> yes. We love that sound effect. I don't think I'm more justified. Like I'm not like more comfortable with my decision. Like it's still like kind of a soft, like don't go into this looking for it to change your life, but like, it's a fun ride, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. Very Wait. much. All right. Sorry, hold on. I got mm-hmm. one more thing. I want to go back to the character of Charlie, the friend, the funny comedic relief guy. Um, yeah. Two things. One, his intro scene was impeccable. I wrote down the line. I think it was the funniest line of all movie. Like, why don't they take this jacket? I bought this at Ross Dress for Less for $20. <laughs> 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 so for my this is not shorts, a military-grade so jacket. Yeah, <laughs> Fantastic scene. Um, two... I thought there was going to be more about that mission that he got reassigned to. And I don't think they ever brought that back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, he goes on a separate mission, and they don't really talk about it, so. No. Yeah. I'm going to double down press play. That's three press plays. Three press plays. It's a good movie. Go watch it. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, as you both know, uh, we're doing away with the dating advice. Everyone that listened to this podcast is now in a successful relationship thanks to the Flix Fellows. You're welcome. Sad. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) we're moving to, we played this game a few times in the last podcast, uh, and a few podcasts in podcasts past. Um, It's Kevin's game. It's the Metacritic game. So what we're going to do is I want you guys to guess the meta score of the movie and... Whoever wins is the best fella until oh, the next podcast. I want cash. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me cash too, dude. Me too. <laughs> Once we okay. generate some income, then we can play that. <laughs> you know, we can play with that. Um, all right. Kev, so, why don't you go first? What do you think you got without cheating? I... I hear you clicking. I hear like you the clicking. aliens in the movie? No, you're clicking, no, your, clicking mouse. your mouse. Stop cheating. Oh no, I'm not cheating. I was, I was not cheating. I promise. I'm gonna, and now I'm gonna get it right. And they're like, oh, you're cheating. Uh, I'm going with a sixty-three. Mm-hmm. Okay, 63. I was gonna. I was in the sixties as well. I was going a little higher. 59. I was thinking sixty-seven. 67. Again, I like the okay. writing. I like the acting. Story sucks, but I think Six, it's... Got it. 63 from Kevin. 67 from Joe. Mm-hmm. It's 59. The correct answer is 45. Whoa! Whoa. 45 Whoa. on Metascore. Yeah. Wow. wow. Not get a good score. It did, did not. not. Get a good score. Shocking. Yeah. I didn't think it was this is around. I didn't think it was a 45 bad. No, no I'm pretty sure that could... Things Heard and Seen is like a 41. Like, it's close to, you know... They did yeah. not like this. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a little shocking. That is that's actually shocking to me. Yeah. Like I, I know it's just like a shitty a action movie, but like but uh, yeah. Not... Yeah. I definitely think it deserves a fifty or above, you know? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Should we write a review to Metacritic? How dare well, you? Well, it's not Metacritic's <laughs> fault. They take they pull from a bunch of all uh, yeah. critics yeah. and then. What did users. IMDB users give it? I don't know. Let me see. I'm 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 right here. Uh, IMDb user score was a six point six out of ten. Hmm. Out of sixty six. Yeah. Metascore gave it a forty five. Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. pretty rough. Huh? That is trash. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guys, anything else before I get into you know the the go look go look at our stuff go click the, the things. Plugs. No. The plugs. Are you? All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. Thanks for everyone who watched until the end of the podcast. 
um, please, if you're not, if you haven't subscribed already, please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, you know, we put a lot of content up there. We, you know, we put up three videos every week. Sometimes we put up bonus videos. Um, it's the best place to see our smiling faces instead of just listening to us in audio form. But if you want to listen to us in audio form, you can find us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and anywhere you can really find, uh, podcasts. We used, uh, the service anchor to, you know, get our podcast out there. Thank you very much. Anchor as they are a sponsor of the episode. Um, in addition, you can find us on Instagram at flicks underscore fellas. That's probably, that's the most, uh, populated and that's what we're on most of the time interfacing with people that watch the show other shows doing research and things like that so go give us a follow we post some fun stuff on there and we also let you know when podcasts come up um other than that you know leave a comment down below let us know what you want us to watch there's a lot of fun movies that came out this summer and there's a lot of fun movies slotted to come out this fall so Make sure you let us know what you want us to see. And thank you again for signing on. We appreciate it. Stop Stop watching the weird movies on our YouTube page. Watch, like, the good episodes. Watch, like, the Mitchells vs. the Machine. <laughs> oh, the Mitchells vs. Like, the Machine was amazing. I love that. Like, watch so one good. of those episodes. Stop watching fucking, like, what, what's popular right now? Outside the Wire Dude, blowing up. Outside, outside the, the Wire? wire stop yeah. fucking watching that. If you like that, go no, watch no, no, our no. other watch stuff. Watch whatever, yeah. Watch, yeah, watch, watch them all. Watch 100%, but don't stop watching stuff. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but, like... Like, honestly, yeah. like, fuck yeah. Outside the Wire. That one sucked. Yeah. That was our first episode. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And that's got the most 100%. views. Go 100%. watch something else. Mitchell's Royce the Machines. Old Guard was really good. Like, definitely Old Guard, go back. yeah, yeah. Go watch that yeah. episode. That was go good. Watch it. Yeah, go watch. So, if you if you didn't see all of season one, there's a lot of really good episodes in season one. There's also a lot of gems There's some in trash one. episodes in season one, too. Yeah. Like, American well. Pickle. Like, American Pickle is a bad episode. Trash. <laughs> you know, actually, go watch Girl on the Train. That's so funny. We were watching that a, was a really movie funny that we episode. didn't understand what was going on. Like, <laughs> really funny episode. Absolutely hilarious. Right. Go watch well, something else, you fucking losers. Damn, no, Kev. We love our listeners. <laughs> we love our listeners. Kevin doesn't love our listeners. We love our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Alright, well, okay. thank you all for signing on. Appreciate it. Ciao, we'll ciao. See you next time. Season two! Woo! Season two.